Season 3 of Closure Airs is sponsored by Nurses at Heart, who reminds you, when choosing your professional nursing service, please choose carefully. Your patient's well-being and your facility's good name hang in the balance. For all the right reasons, Nurses at Heart is the right choice. Nurses at Heart is a temporary nursing staffing agency that is dedicated to providing you with the absolute best health care staffing available. Nurses at Heart has per diem work in multiple states, such as Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, South Carolina, Georgia, and Louisiana. Nurses at Heart also hires RNs, LPNs, med techs, PCAs, dietary aides, receptionists, and maintenance for assisted living and skilled nursing facilities. Nurses at Heart also offers weekly pay with experience-based pay rates, meaning the more experience you have, the more potential for higher base pay. Lastly, if you're looking to travel with your work experience, Nurses at Heart also offers travel pay. So whether you're in PA with Close Your Ears or the DMV area, the Carolinas, Georgia, or even Louisiana, just get on www 
www.nursesatheartstaffing.com to learn more about staffing your facility or your own employment needs. Nurses at Heart is a proud sponsor of Close Your Ears Season 3. Back to the show. What up, what up, what up, what up? Y'all know what it is. It's Ice Pick, Cousin Rick, Eric Hicks. And this is the Close Your Ears. Oh, whatever name you want to choose. That part. I don't know how I've been messing up my intros lately. But this is the Close Your Ears Podcast. 717's number one podcast. For promoting businesses, brands, entrepreneurship, talking that real shit. Yeah, I gotta get it together. I don't know how I'm messing up the intro. This is episode 144. Make some noise for that. Episode 144. Y'all know what I mean. Nas by nature. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? What it do? I know what it is, man. It's your boy Nas by nature. You alright? You said your football team played today, man. Yeah, you y'all, y'all got that? it. Y'all got it. Huh? Y'all got it. Y'all won. Oh, we won? Yeah. Look uh, like it. Look like it. Uh, we got a special guest today. I told y'all she was coming. We kinda of been talking about you a couple episodes, so we kinda of uh, thanks. They they was expecting you. I had actually I messed up because um we had the guest and she's an author, so she's one of the people that didn't see, you know, magically didn't see that post. But I told her when she was on, you know, I was talking to her off air. And I told her that um, when we had you on, I was going to get her to uh, come sit in with us. But I've been forgetting everything lately. I don't know what's up with me. Like, I really, I really like important shit. Like, I've been forgetting <laughs> a lot. So it didn't hit me till about... Three, two, three this afternoon to hit her up to let her know we was going to record. And I even forgot to let her know we was going to do it a little later than we said we was. So, but I'm going to link y'all up. But for the listeners, we got Dr. Oh, you say don't call you Dr. Right? Ain't that what you told me last episode? Yep, I did say that. <laughs> well, we have Miss Lamar Renee Spencer in the on the line. <laughs> She's definitely CYE alumni. This is what? This is about your fourth episode? This might be about your fourth I, Probably, probably fourth or fifth. Yeah, so. You ain't kicked me off yet, so. No, you gang gang. Told gang, you gang. gang gang. You ain't going nowhere. Just for life. <laughs> we still got to come to the cook. We still got to have a cookout. Cookout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, black folks love cookout. Man, sure enough. But before we get into this episode, let's do a recap real quick of our last episode. Our last episode, what was the last episode? Was that Remy Season Part 2? No. We just dropped. Oh, License to Kill. License so our last kill. episode, oh yeah, yeah, we talked about a lot of different things. We was all over the place, so I can't even recap it. But the main points we talked about was the, um, it was a cop killing in Philadelphia about a month ago. Or it might have been less yeah, than a I month heard. ago. Might have been less than a month ago. You know, they doing all that looting up there. I heard. And then it was just one here um, this this week. Here, a cop, uh, cop was speeding down on one way, lights not on, and crashed into a car full of kids, killing one. So that was just, that's what we talked about a little bit last week and all of that. But yeah, that's the recap of that. What else we talk about, though? 
was all over the yeah, place. Yeah, after that, uh, Tupac. Prostitutes. Yeah, Tupac's. Oh! How you feel about the Tupac, the Tupac arrest? Because I know you, what they might not know is Miss La, Miss, uh, Lamar is... It is it, you in tune with the hip hop? With the hip hop, yeah. I remember last time she told us those stories. Yeah, she was at the DMX Jay Z battle and all that. Yeah, she he followed, was so high. And you follow the R. Kelly trial. You've been following that. You've been telling me about that a little bit. So how you feel about the the you following the um the arrest of the guy that they're saying is the murderer of Tupac now? You know what? I think they knew all along because he's been saying it for years. It wasn't no secret, right. and it's just like, well, what took y'all so long to to, to get him? It's been what twenty five right. to twenty six years, and then I'm gonna tell you something. I'm a little disappointed. Like, it was regular cops that got him. I thought it was gonna be like Homeland Security, FBI, SWAT, something. And I'm saying, well, dang, he killed Tupac. He said it right, but I'm saying, well, dang, if it's just a regular person, y'all be up on our uh, houses. Coming through the window, breaking up our mama furniture and stuff. But they were so cool with it. I was like, really? It was like he was right there in plain sight. Oh, he and, knew what was going to happen. And he moved back to Vegas. So, like, yeah. that's what's crazy. Like, you, you was already, like you said, he was talking about it for years openly. Like, Yeah. He been on Vlad. He been on all the, the social media channels. You be watching Vlad. No, I boycott Black because every time you want Black, you get locked, you get locked up. up. <laughs> Yo, every time I swear, anybody who goes on there, you go on Vlad, but you're getting arrested. You, you don't. Yeah, but you don't. You don't gotta sit there and incriminate yourself, like. Yo, but he be asking some crazy questions, like. Yeah, yeah, you're so you're, you're you the said, feds. I plead the fifth. I, like, <laughs> you ain't like I listen. I I just seen stupid enough to okay I killed Tupac, and you say so. What happened the night Tupac was killed, nigga? I don't know. I don't know. No, I know I killed him. Like, right. But the question was, if if Tupac's killer came you, what would you do? He said I. That's what he did. He said I would. <laughs> they said if Tupac. Killer, they ain't say you dummy. Hmm. I'm like, did you just tell on yourself right there? He said I would, and that was the sign he gave. I'm like, dude, like, see, this is why you need to be going through grades first through fifth to learn comprehension. <laughs> Early education, yeah. Early education development. Yo, like. He was one of them classes where, you know, you get an A for showing up. Like, they said, what is, like, Vlad set people up. Boosie said the other day, he said, I get $40,000 a year just for being on Vlad and talking. Boosie, you just got locked up. I saw in real time when you walked out of jail. You done paid a million dollars for your lawyer, Boosie. Listen, I can't, listen, I I can't deny That's why I, I can't, like, you... It is. A, he do got a, a You know, nice what they say, anything after three become a trend. Like, it's not like it just happened like yeah, one time, once it's a coincidence or nothing. Like, no, this is repetitively happening with all types of people that go in there and interview with him. Yeah. Like, how do you think this Jewish man make his money? Because he's giving you 10 and 15, not even 15, he's giving you $10,000 to come on there to implicate somebody. 
and then he'll do like short and he can't the feds, he can't, and the feds is paying that shit probably <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> certified informant like yeah get this person on your uh show and uh just let him talk freely uh ask him this question yeah like boosie you so stupid i mean i like boosie don't get me wrong but i'm saying forty thousand dollars a year you can do guest appearances and get forty thousand dollars a pop yeah, so now can. the feds after you. Make a strong point. I can't argue that. Yeah, and for Boosie, depending on what area he's going to, he can make that in one event. Exactly. Boosie's exactly. big in certain areas. Like anywhere down south, yeah, easily. Hometown, getting it. Hmm. Shoot, even when he yeah. came up here, he came up here, I think they gave him like 40. They gave him 20 up front and then 20 on the back end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Boosie came up here. They gave him some bad weed. He eat. Then he went viral talking about our weed, yo. Yeah, he said. Well, he said Harrisonburg. <laughs> <laughs> Look, shoot, I wouldn't be messing around with this weed now. It might be fitting on anything in that battery acid. Who knows? Oh, don't say that as I <laughs> I'm sorry. I like my peace. Hold on, we gonna pray over this real quick. <laughs> oh, but episode one forty four. We got Renee Lamar Spencer in the building. So give, in case we got any first-time listeners, just give them the, the quick the quick background real quick, everything you do, what you got going on. Were you talking to me? I'm sorry, it's like a delay. <laughs> was you talking to me? <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, the delay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying uh, for the first time listeners who might not be familiar. I know most of them are familiar with you, but oh. for any first time listeners, just go ahead, give them your background, let them know what you do, all the all the all the different ventures you're into. Well, I'm gonna tell you, my background's kind of crazy, right? Because I realize like every week I got a damn new job. But anyway, um. I have, well, now I, I moved from relationships because I was like, I just can't be dealing with that because I had people coming after me like we in a relationship, you know. Uh, so I moved away from that. Yeah, they got crazy. I was like, uh-uh, you know, no, no, no. So anyway, like I really, at this point, I help people kind of have work-life balance. So I'm like more streamlined. I'm like a little bit more boring. I do relationships, but that's what that's I do. It's safer on the side. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it's safer this way. They be, was they you know, mad at you when it wasn't working out? Calling you all type of time in the morning, huh? Yeah, like three, four, five in the morning. Jerome ain't home. What should I do? What should I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it don't be the younger ones. It, it be, be the, the old, older ones. I be saying that. It Yo. be the ones our age and up. Don't. Nah, be them 50s and 60s. You know, like, yo, my boyfriend's smoking crack. What should I do? You 50, though. Why you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Buy crack and exactly. sell it to him. That's what you do. Right? What are they we do. talking about? But, yeah, I had to get out of it. It was just too much. Yo, my, my man coming home. How should I prepare? Is this his first time being locked up? No. Then what are you preparing for? <laughs> like, you already know the game. You know the game. <laughs> I mean, I've had some. You know, like, I had some, like I said, I think I was going here last. This is like, I was like, I'm done. When the lady was like, her her, boy, her husband was coming home. He did a big. He was in the military. He had PTSD. 
And then at the same time, he was in a gang, but her daughter was about to go into the FBI. I was like, you about to lose everything all the way around. Not because your man, but your daughter about to go into the FBI. You think they ain't look both of y'all up, dummy? It was just too <laughs> oh, much. Hell yeah. Yeah, they doing thorough yeah. background checks on everyone. Yeah, and she was like a mother of the church. I said, see, this is why I be going to them churches, because I want to see people like you so I can laugh. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, you, I had to get out. It was just too much. So you're working with the work relationships thing. You know what? Yeah. Didn't I say that should be a topic last week? And we ain't even touch on it. Relationships and work. Oh, and work. Yeah. 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 We, say said, that. we said we, we were going to touch uh, on that. Touch, but we said we was going to do another episode for that one, I think. Yeah. With the, with the work relation and then like try and balance that with work. You know what I mean? You know, I'm an expert with that. You know, I was working. Me and my girlfriend worked together. <laughs> Him and his girlfriend worked together. Woo! In the same area, same department, same, same shift, line, same, same time, shift, everything. Like, how, I, what you think about that? Work. Whatever works. For you. <laughs> whatever works for you. <laughs> you say, how you get to that it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. I tried it. It didn't work for me because see, if we argue and I'm at home, I'm still pissed off at work, and I may have to ask you a question when I get to work. Yeah, then I was the trainer. I was the trainer, so everybody like had to come to me. To me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that. I, nah. I, and see, me personally, I just feel I would need that away time. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I need, I need to, I need to see, be able to look at Brenda's ass without getting smacked in the back of my head at work. You know, I just want to yeah. look. You know what I mean? Like that, it. That definitely. Yeah. You know, that we definitely. just be wanting to look. It ain't about you know what I mean. So it's. But I mean, you know what I said before, like that was definitely the big thing in like my relationship because, you know, before like technology and all that, like motherfuckers would go their separate ways in their life, right? So y'all, y'all wake up in the morning, go handle your you're business. You're gonna go handle your I business. Handle I gotta my handle business. my business. We ain't texting all day. We ain't inboxing. I can't watch FaceTime. you on social media all day. No, like then we come back home and then that's when we get to have conversation. Now we're like, oh, how was your day? How was your day? I tell you all about my day. You tell me all about your day. But then, like with the new generation, like we're talking. Like I'm talking to my girl, damn, damn like all twenty day. all day, twenty four seven. So by the time we do get in person. I don't even have, we have nothing to talk about. To talk about. Because we already know what's going on in each other's lives because we've been communicating all day long. You know what I mean? And Did y'all the, plan that? No, not at all. That just, it just happened. They met, that's where they met at. He cracked on oh. her on the job. Uh, babe. I ain't know it was going to get to this oh. point though. Kitchen, <laughs> Ain't that what my man said on hey, don't pitch him woo on the job. Man, he wasn't supposed to get this far. He wasn't supposed to go that far. Nah, shit happens. Yeah. Ooh, I would have quit. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody would (laughs) have. Went to a different apartment. Because sometimes people say some real appropriate stuff at work, and you know, it's not personal. Well, it kind of is, but you can't even say nothing inappropriate at work that Mm. will not break up your relationship. Yeah. Facts. Ooh, I need You know, to think like about I go to work. Point. Yeah, like, you know, like most of us is like one step away from HR getting fired, right? You know how you might say something to like your coworker or something? It's meaningless. Like, I tell people, I say, look, there's a such thing as like a work boyfriend, a work husband, a work yet. girlfriend, a work husband, right? Like, that is a real thing. You know what I mean? 
I don't see people, and this ain't got nothing to do with you, so please don't say it, but I'm seeing people go to lunch to have sex or whatever, come back to work, y'all go home like ain't nothing happened. Yeah, I done heard but some see, stories too. Yeah, I'm telling you. And and that's the that's real. But see, you know, and I'm not saying that, but some people, that ends your relationship because now you're working with your significant other. And when you get a little older, you know, like stuff like that may not be a deal breaker for you because you don't invest it too much. You know, like you say, different strokes for different folks, you know. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm glad it's working out. And, and see, it's probably working or or, or was working because they don't even y'all don't work together no more. Right? No, nah, no, nah, we done now. So. Oh. This is the new Nas, though. So the old Nas, it might not have worked nah, out. Nah, nah. With it. the old me, it wouldn't work. Like the old me, I one one red flag, one little thing, I'm I'm out. I'm too young. Yeah. I, I'm only 24. Like I'm too young to waste time. Oh, God. You know what I mean? So like the moment something ain't comfortable or they don't feel right, anything off, I'm out. Because there's so many more people I'm going to meet in my lifetime. Well, let me ask you a question. You said you're 24? Yes. Why are you in a relationship? Ooh, that's a good Ooh. question. Ooh, you took it down. <laughs> that's a good question. Nigga, go outside and play. And play, right? <laughs> no, I done, I done lived a, I done, I done done a lot in my life already. Like, I've been different places in the world. I done lived that life already. That young, wild, and free life. You couldn't. You only twenty four. I'm telling you, I, I've done it. I've. He I only cracked it, right? He, he he cracked it. He ain't do it. I seen. I seen all. I, I already did all that. It was boring to me. I didn't enjoy it. That's why I said I'm changed now. Like the old me. Oh yeah, I was a dog. <laughs> I was the worst. You're, you're, you're twenty four. Because you don't want to be like 40 and 50 years old Still acting like you in your 20s and your 30s So you're supposed to have fun I mean within moderation Like don't go out yeah. here and get diseases and all that But have fun I, I did that already though I did. That. I started when I was like 14, 13, 14 Damn I mean you got to think and at 13, 14 years old I was like my mom used to give me the car keys And I used to just leave Like I had a car and everything at 13, 14 I wasn't supposed to be driving I'm out like I was wild, so it's like it's at this you, point saying he was off the porch old enough. Yeah, like I, I, if you count from thirteen and now, like I already had ten years in that game before I finally decided to try to start selling it, selling it down. All right, so you settle now? Uh, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm at peace, right? So it's it's to me, it's not even like the ha- I'm at peace right now. Everything's moving comfortably. I'm I'm comfortable. But are you happy? I don't chase happiness no more. I, I I feel like happiness is a unrealistic thing because I might do this thing and it makes me happy, but it was just for the moment. So I right, but overall, are you happy? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Like I said, I'm I'm happy because I'm at peace. As long as I don't got no stress and I don't got no worries, I'm okay. Okay. There we go. I know some older ones that get you. <laughs> yeah, and them older ones I get. <laughs> and they look good. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I get them. Oh, do you be watching the um the new the Golden Bachelor? 
No, I can't be watching them shows. I'll be all <laughs> in the in the show. I'll be like a part of the I'll be a part of the cast. <laughs> Yeah, they said that job popping right now. The Golden yeah. Bachelor. Yeah. You're not gonna believe it. I haven't watched TV in probably four years. Damn. I don't need to. You know why? Because my entertainment has been social media. Like I'm seeing real life stuff in real time. Yeah. True. And I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah. So you know, watching TV, I'd be like, oh, I've seen that like last year. Like I- I'm serious. Like it's. Like there's relationships that happen online. Oh yeah, we like it's it, it's different. And these are not like people you like. These are people who like have like good careers and all that. Like they're they have a life one way, but when they're online, they're someone totally different. They don't set up a whole new family online. Mm-hmm. You know so. It's different, you know, like dating and stuff now is different. You know, like for me, like it, it's different. How's it for you? It's non-existent. I'll be getting, I said, look, this is the thing. Like I realized that once I reached that like over 45, I'd be like, nah, this is not really what I want. Because see, when you reach over 45 and you come out a black man, see, my thing is not the cheating part. That, to me, I'm like, whatever, right? That's the least of my worries. My worries come in is this, right? All them damn illnesses. <laughs> like, they done made me change my diet, change my lifestyle. I am not the ER nurse. You know what I mean? Like, them 40, but once you get all that 45, like, fuzzy blood, I hate to say it, but they got heart problems, diabetes, diabetes sickness. You'll be like, Earl, Earl Sugar acting up. Man, I'm home nurse and shit. You gotta take you, care yeah. of him. You shit. can't have no candy because he can't have yeah, no. Babe, <laughs> babe, you can't cook and that. You know I can't have no greasy foods, no fried foods. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a phone in your house because they need to hook it up to their heart monitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, like uh, uh-uh. uh. So it's different for me. I'm like, you know, maybe I can go with the thirties because the older ones. I just can't be bothered. Then they want to tell shit to you. Like, are you serious? Like, dude. And now I got to get baby water because you need it for your CPAP machine because you don't stop breathing for 10 seconds. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh-uh. It'd be different. And then you find out, like, yo, why these young boys got it going on more than y'all older ones do? Mm-hmm. You know? And then, I hate to say it, but either they them And I, don't, I ain't knocking nobody, but I'm just saying, like, you always say, oh, I'm going to knock it down. I'm gonna just... You take a cocktail of diabetes medication. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> Nigga, you about to be asleep. <laughs> Sleep. No one. Yeah. And then, you know, they got... Uh-uh. You know, nowadays, they got all those new, uh, you know, bedroom gadgets and toys and stuff like that. They do all types of things. They really don't be needing... Like, they going to be satisfied with, with or without men. Mm. Well, if I need to have all that, then I sure is winter time coming. I don't need you. And and I'm going to be honest, like, you can't be broke, broke either. Like, you can't be broke, broke, (laughs) and you ain't doing nothing else. Because then winter time coming, like, I'm not saying I need help with doing anything, but don't come over my house thinking you're going to eat my groceries up and use my electric and my gas and all this. Like, I can't be doing it. You know, it just be too much. Yeah, I'd rather have fun. 
Yeah, my rule for that, like, I, I don't really care about how much people make, like my partner make, but like, at least be able to take care of yourself. Be self-sufficient. Yeah, be self-sufficient. Like, if I wasn't in the picture, will you be able to survive off of what you do? Or do the things that you want to do. do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, be realistic. Right. Right, and that's the thing. Because coming to me, like, you're going to be able to still do everything. Because usually, I do everything. Like, I'm in a relationship. I usually take care of the majority of things, right? But that's just me. That's my nature. That's how I was raised. You know what I mean? Some things, all right, I like, if you start trying to argue about, oh, who paying it? Like, all right, you got it. I ain't going to argue with it. But I usually take care of most of the responsibilities when it comes to money. Outside of that, though, yeah, as long but we as you ain't can married, though. Of, as long as you can take care of yourself, we good. What you say? He ain't married, so yeah, you only should so be doing that if you married. All that extra, no. Mm. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. I, I say no. You know, and I'm a female, but all that I'm gonna take it every now. Yeah, if it's something you want to do, then hey, knock yourself out. But when you set them expectations, then you gotta. You got to carry that out. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I and get, I know I now, you know, you got to carry that out. Like, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not trying to level nobody up. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because y'all get hooked up, right? Mm-hmm. Something happens. Now, guess what? You paying alimony or you going to be up there like Tyrese crying, giving somebody money. Like, nah, nope. Absolutely not. I tell anybody, I don't care if you make $5,000 a year. Make sure you go pay that money for a prenup. Have a prenup in order because I tell you what, people want everything except for the kitchen sink. Go get you a prenup and and make sure that it's like ironclad because when you're going through a whole situation, they want everything. So no. And then people don't realize this little bit, like if you somebody leave you something, that becomes That's part of bitch. both of y'all stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no. Uh-uh. I mean, you sound like a pretty, you know, like you got yourself together. I'm like, I'm taking it in. Sandy. Great, but guess what? That woman on the other side, like, yeah, you taking care of everything? Okay. She's singing. She's singing all kind of ting ting in her mind. You know, I'm them the ones you be going out for. So, mm-hmm. like I said, just make sure you protect your assets because marriage is a business. And I know people yeah, it's like, a it's a deal. covenant. No, we, it's a business. Yeah, we talk about two that. entities. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I have to say this, and we don't always talk about it, you know, but make sure that you go and look at whoever her mama and daddy, her yeah. family is, because for real, like next thing you know, you got somebody begging and somebody asking you and and, and crazy like mental illness is real, yo. Like, no, nah, then your kids come out crazy. <laughs> no, no, that's real. No, no, that's real, yo. In today's time, like, but you know me, like, I feel like I'm at the perfect age, right? Like, because I, I take down somebody's mom and I take down their daughter. That's the age I'm at. Yeah, right you now. at that age. So Yeah, you you are. So I I get a test for it. Like, I need to know what your mom's like, how I, I want to learn everything about your childhood, any trauma, like, cause that affects our relationship today. You know what I mean? So before I deal with you, yeah. I gotta go do research. I need to find out every possible thing. Oh, your mom suffered from depression and she on a episode of break and everything. Like, oh, that that's good to know. Like that genetically, right alley. genetically, by the time you hit thirty, you gonna snap too. <laughs> Yeah, see, I know I'm at the edge where I could buy a PS5 or I could buy some sneakers, and I'm okay. 
Hold yes, on. man. Is it a PS5 or what? <laughs> or some suspenders. Or suspenders. <laughs> you know, you spend all your pants up. Yeah. <laughs> she can get you your PS5 so you can play 2K and Madden. Or she yeah. can go help Uncle Earl with his suspenders to keep his pants up. up. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I don't want them ones wearing them brown sandals. You know, with the yeah, velcro the, the, on top. Uh-uh. The cookout, the cookout shoes. Uh-uh. The cookout shoes. You don't want the chef. The cookout. I don't want no. the mask. Yeah. Uh-uh, because them old men give you worms. <laughs> you know, they give you worms. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Them dudes be still paying child support with their social security check. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen. And I know plenty of them. Yeah. Got great grandkids. You still paying child support? Uh-uh. Yeah, I know a couple still paying. Me too. It sounds funny, but isn't it true? Listen, I bet yeah. you know somebody who paying child support and they get social security. Yeah, got grandkids. Got old grandkids. Yeah, grandkids be older than me. I'm old. like, hell no, you you paying you paying child support? Yeah. So how was how was the Today Show? You were doing you know what I mean? How, how, what's up with all that? Oh, what uh the today show what with uh oh yeah, that was cool, right? Yeah. yeah, so yeah. All right, so look, this is the thing, and I thank you so much, right? People don't believe stuff, right? So when I put it out, I put it out to like seventy thousand people. I put it out to our people. Five people showed up, right? Nobody showed up, right? They they ain't there. I guess they ain't believe it. So then when they saw me, they was like, Oh my god. I said, I told you, like, we're we going to be we big, right? And let me tell you, I always believed in, um, what's his name? Coogee Rat on the Road to the Riches. That that was always my album. I'm dating myself, right? And I always said, I was like, no, I want to see my name in light. So this guy was like, yo, we writing this book or whatever. He said, see if you can get somebody on board. I said, okay, cool. And so we went to the Today Show. Our pictures was up there on the... Um, you know, we call, it's called a jumbotron in time and everything. Mm-hmm. So listen, right now, I'm, with, I'm putting it out there again. Um, it's $750, $750. But I'm looking for authors again. I just signed up with a new publisher. The book is going to go Amazon bestseller. You're going to get all kinds of speaking engagements. It's going to be up there on every 15 minutes on the in Times Square. And, um, and for like two or three days, and I mean, you're going to be able to sell the book. And I'm going to tell you, like, it was, it was different. It, it was really different. And I know people are like, I ain't got that money. If you can buy a $500 lace front, you can pay seven fifty for this. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's basically but, y'all collectively going to come together and write the book? Yeah. So each person writes a chapter. A chapter is only like 1,200 to 1,500 words, right? And so the book is so that everybody can be a part of it. It's, about, it's called the Deck of Diversity, Helping People Through Our Professions. Now, I know that probably sounds like some, you know, like some sophisticated name, but it's not. So anybody who has gone through something and now you've, you're helping somebody else, right? Like you, you got a podcast. Like, for instance, when no one knew who I was, you promoted my last book that had all them errors and stuff. Remember when I first came out, you promoted <laughs> my stuff, stuff like that. You don't have to be a role scholar. You can talk into your phone and do 1500 words. You print it out through rev.com and I send it to the editor and they do all of that. 
Uh oh, that's a. I hope listeners is listening. Listeners, People that want to write yeah. books and all that—that's a cheat code yeah. for you. Yeah. So you don't have to be like, "Oh yeah, I never wrote a book." Because before, like these books that came out, I never wrote a book before. I just wrote my thoughts down and you know how I could just do different things, whatever the topic was. But that's really it. That's why we have editors and formatters and all of that. And if it's a question about it, then they'll come and say, well, what were you thinking about it? And it's like, okay, well, and then you approve it. So we can't say that we've never written before. So some of the people in the book, I mean, I got barbers, I got hairstylists, I got real estate agents, I got coaches. And so they're basically, and so they're basically just telling their story for their, for their profession, their journey through their profession. Yes. And how they've helped some, and just how you help somebody. I wanted like that because then everybody can, you could take it and use it, right? And you could sell it because we get author copies, right? Usually author's copies like 5 to $7 and then you sell it for twenty four ninety five. So you already getting your money back, right? Plus, I mean, we're eating, when I say we, like me and the publishers eating a lot of the money because to be on that jumbotron, because, you know, in Times oh, Square, you're talking about almost... That's an ad. That's 10, a major ad. Yeah. That's a major ad. You're talking about $10,000 to $100,000. So the billboard that we were on was front of the um, Sephora store and the Paley store. Our billboard was bigger than the one that Viola Davis' book was on. And it goes every 15 minutes. That's how we knew to go downtown and take pictures. That's the big... Uh, that's the big New Year's drink. And Right. Yes. In Times Square. Yes. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. And we sometimes we get last time we had two of them. So we might get two or three. And you be on a Today show. I mean, it. like I said, this is a big deal. I don't I didn't even know anybody who'd be on them things. I didn't even know it was called a Jumbotron. I'd be like, oh, yeah, the board in um, Times Square. Yeah. And they was like, no, it's called a Jumbotron. Jumbotron. Yeah, and you big. I mean, it's. It, I'm Con- telling you, it's Kanye said it's hard to be humble when your name up on there, on that jumbotron, man. What you gonna tell me? Let me, me tell you, <laughs> it, it, it's hard. You ain't lying. It ain't hard. It ain't. It ain't. It, it's hard to be humble. Did you want some right? great poupon after that? Are you seen your name, your buck up there? That was some great poupon. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm shot right jelly. <laughs> but you're right it's hard I'm telling you it's hard it's not easy once you see it it's different it, it hits you different you know it, it, it really hits you different but I'm still just me you know what I mean but like I said I just couldn't believe it I was like oh my god nobody believed it you believed it but nobody believed it when I see, showed them pictures I was like yo it, it, it happened so are we going we going to touch into that part so again you made a post on social media telling people like you can come be a part of this. And like you said, you, you, you got zero, nobody, nobody, nobody took the bite. Nope. And then nope. I shared it. So yeah, again, yeah, I shared yeah. it and you know what I yeah, mean? And then what's funny. So this is before you go to Times Square because yep. you telling me it's coming up X, Y, Z. So you're trying to get the people to come in. So, when you post the pictures that you're there. So yeah, when I when share that, yep. oh, that thing got the, that post got the, oh, I didn't. And, and one of the people commented, you did, when I when I shared the original drink, you did like it. Because matter of fact, when I shared the original drink, I was tagging people, remember, in the comments. 
So yeah. you had to see it because I was te- making sure. Because again, yeah, I, I do know you sometimes know. you can post it and yeah. they might not see it to maybe four or five days later. So that's why stuff like that. Yeah, whoever I know, I can. I'm gonna tag you directly. Make sure you see this. So, like I said, once once we post post you in Times Square, then it's oh man, I wish out and it's like I told man, him. and it's like this happens so him. much because again, you see so many people complaining about it, and we was talking about it. Yeah, off, you know what I mean? Yeah. But man, man, um, Miss Lamar was talking about it because again, she's like man, she she's it it, it actually bothered her because it's like. I want to bring people alone. Alone, And it's it's like I had to tell her, like, you can't sweat that. Everybody ain't ready to come when you ready to go like this. But then but you see, but you see so many people crying and complaining. We don't network. We don't come together. We don't support each other. But then when you got people like you, that's all right. I'm doing this. I'm on this journey and I got an opportunity. It's open for me to bring people in. All you got to do is jump in the car and be ready. And it's like people won't, and it's like we don't. Our people though, we 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 don't know how to yeah. network. We don't know how to network and do things together. Because it's like nope. it's and like if they don't know you personally, you ain't they folks, or they don't. You know, all right, that's cool, but I don't care. It's like that's yeah. people's attitude. And you attitude. know what happened? Yeah, and that's the crazy part. People I've been knowing since childhood was like, "Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested." I'm like, "Okay, come," and they never came. Right, and I tell people, I said, "Look, if I tell you I'm gonna do something, and I'm calling you personally, we're doing it. We for real. You know what I mean? We're doing it. Somebody, and let me tell you, this is the crazy part, right? It wasn't even one of us who gave me the opportunity. It was a white guy, right? And I'm like, you know what? Well, I'm gonna bring my people with us. You know what I mean? Because see, I got some cousins, and I know we wanted to talk about this whole Jay Z thing. I got cousins who." Hey, cuz, you got this, you got that. Like, let me borrow this, let me borrow this. Got these big dreams. I'm saying, you know what? I'm not going to give it to you. Let's get it together. So that way you got money for your kids and your kids' kids. Mm-hmm. So you can help the next person. So you can help the next person. Just by me giving you the money, right, ain't going to do nothing no, for you. Nothing. But see, that's the thing. Like I said, I was like, and I was, when I tell you I was hurt, I was like, yeah, really, y'all? Like, I told you, I was like, yo, my feelings was hurt. It really was. And I'm like, man, and I, trust me, I know exactly how you felt. Because, again, it'd be things I'd be trying to bring people along. And it's like, y'all talk to talk. When it's time to walk to walk, ain't nobody ready to walk. So it's like, man. Well, what's that? It, what was that Kevin Hart joint? Everybody want to be famous, but nobody want to put the work in? Nobody want to put the work in. Nah. They, you know, they be looking at stuff like, oh, yeah, you this and any other right. People don't know, like, I worked seven days a week. Like, I was working all weekend. I had, like, five hours of sleep, maybe. But I worked every single day. I don't get a break. You know what I mean? Because I'd be like, nah, I'm trying to do something so my kids ain't got to go into an office. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, today's your ass day. You know what I mean? And I mess up more than I, than I, you know, succeed with it. But at least I try. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, we're we going to be in life. I'm telling you. And it was the perfect timing because that particular weekend, which I didn't know, you had Obama over there, you had Clinton over there, Biden over there, and Prince William. Prince William was jogging through the park, right? Like he didn't think he was recognizable, but people saw him. We walking down the street, and I know some of you may not um, remember him. We walking down the street, me and my daughter, we going to Central Park. We walked past Woody Allen. Remember, Woody Allen and Spike Lee came in together. 
right? They were dope, dope directors. But they was like, let me take a picture. I was like, nah, nah, let's go. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I wanted us to be there because if we don't become, we gotta sometimes be at the table. You know what I mean? Like Tupac said, I'm going to keep knocking until somebody opened the door. I'm trying to, like, open the door for us because I feel like sometimes these celebrities and stuff, they don't open the door for people. Yeah, they open it for their people. Their people, yeah. You know what I their mean? Their people. And if you pay, and this is what, and this is what's funny with all that celebrity stuff, right? If you pay attention to all the industries, though, all these people know each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's them putting each other. Whether it's like you look at, if you look at how, if you take something like a Rockefeller was 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 formed, right? You had Irv Gotti, he helped form that. Mm-hmm. You had the dudes from Rough Riders. They was helping them along the way. You know what I mean? You, you had Puffy. They was helping. You know what I mean? All these motherfuckers, yep. they keep it. They they, they network the right way. And, they and did. That, and that's how you get where it's people. And that's why they say people can't be black. Yeah, you can be blackballed out the joint. Because y'all, you know what I mean? If all y'all that network together, y'all say cut it. Y'all know how strong that is. You know what I mean? But oh, us, yeah. us, 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 us. Us so-called regular everyday people, our people, we we just don't get it. You know what I mean? Cause like that's, it's like damn. It's like you you an author, again. You know how hard personally it is to sell books. Again, once you starting yeah. from the bottom, everything is hard. So it's like it's an opportunity. Hard. So again, you like you say, it's an opportunity that you can just pay this bread, but you paying it. To be plugged in, it's like a different type of total network. It's, it's, it's different. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this lady told me, right? She was Caucasian lady. She said, you know what, Lamar? She said, you got to pay to play. Yep. Yeah. And that's change. another thing people don't realize. Don't realize to make yep. to, to make money, no matter what you're doing, you got to, it's, it's more in about investing in you to, to get that return. And that's what people, man, our people. You got to. You got to invest in you. You're right. You got to invest with the right people, too. You know, because people will give you information, but you got to invest with the right people. You know what I mean? So that money just continues. Like, I'm going to a seminar with some of these same people um, in two weeks. Cost me $3,000. Guess what? I'm going down there just to meet people. Just to meet people. That's it. Nothing else. Just to go down there and meet people and network with people. Because then, guess what? It puts me in different circles. And then, guess what? I could bring somebody else into that circle, too. It's like a pyramid. You know what I mean? Like, we all we all doing this together. And like I said, I sent this out to 70,000 black folks. And I know people are like, how you do that? Because I got into these groups. Black authors. Black societies. Black this. 70,000. Nobody showed up. mm Nobody said, and I did it twice. No one showed up. I'm like, damn. I could have sent it to different people. I could have sent it to the damn Jewish society. But I wanted my people to be there. Nobody showed up. And the guy was talking like we had 100 people on the line, but we ain't had nobody. Hey. And I was That's like, okay. sad, though. But see, if, if, if you say, you know what? Let me go jump in that, that, that regular that regular. Open, open, you know, that diverse group and, 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 and put that opportunity out there. And, and then when I'm hooking up all these white people or whoever type of people, then it's then, then y'all want to look at me like I'm the sellout. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's and it's not. It's just like my people, like I hate to say it, but it's true. They don't 
they want you to give it to them. I'm like, look, I'm giving it to you, but you got to take it and you got to go with it. You know what I mean? And, and that's just what it is. I mean, but look, I was a little disappointed and everything like that, but I was like, look, it's not not to do, but like I said, I'm we're doing it one more time. I'm shooting for December. The reason why we shooting for December is because right now we're in October and we're still a little behind because October, November, people are going to be coming for holidays and stuff like that. So when you go on in Times Square, people from Europe and different countries are already yeah, coming over. They are already going to be on there. So male people so it'll be more visible. So that's why certain times of the year are chosen. So, but yeah, like I said, I'm going to put it out there again. I just signed with another publisher, um, like matter of fact, Saturday morning. And um, I'm going to put it out there and we're going to go with it. You know? That's what's up. You ain't got to be no scholar. You can say the word ain't. We'll change it to isn't or whatever. It still be your voice. But you said you know, this could be yeah. your first. This could be your first experience, right? Yeah. You just be your you first. Just, yeah. Listen, just put the seven fifty up and invest in yourself. Yeah, invest in yourself and something. I ain't got it. Yeah, you got it. Look, kids don't need the next pair of joy. You may not need the lace fronts and all that. You know, do your own hair. We're, we're, look, we're we know how to do stuff. Put that seven fifty up. I'm gonna send it out. You know, we get right now. I'm getting the landing pages and everything together. Um, I, I'm doing all of that so that again, so you can pay the money. Don't tell me, oh, I ain't got it. Okay, but you gotta have it. Like you, you have to. The four seven fifty you know I mean? up front. Yeah, right. we need it. Let me show you this book right here. Right. Let me tell you. This is the crazy part. It's it's so much to go on behind the scenes that we don't think about. Because I gotta pay somebody to do the cover. You tell me a couple of hundred dollars just for a cover. You tell me somebody else who gotta do the font. We go through every font out there so that your name is seen, right? And then on top of that, we gotta market your stuff. So when I go places and when somebody else go places, we got the book up so that your name is there. Marketing, we gotta get on planes. Like when I go, the book I was just in, when I go there, or it's going to be in Florida. Guess what? I'm going to have my book with me. I have my daughter there holding up books and stuff. Because that's marketing. This this cover right here, I don't know if you guys can see This cover right here is probably a couple of hundred dollars. This is the one that was just on that jumble shop. Mm, that's a nice right? one, too. Yeah. Stuff like this. Now, my name is real small down there, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still there. We still at the table, right? And so, I want, like I told him, I said, I want all our names to be there. But that stuff, pages, only the five by six books. So, again, I got to have somebody, I got to pay somebody to do that. That jumbotron. <laughs> Guess what? We're eating the cost. We ain't even touching the interest of the cost that, that for you to go on that jumbotron. Uh, hell yeah, shit. You ain't even touching it. You ain't even touching the interest on it. You're not. Every fifteen minutes, for like an hour or two, for two or three days, you ain't even touching it. Go ask. Um, matter of fact, what's her name just came out? She's on one. Um, what's her name? Um, one of the um, the Clark sisters. She just came out with a makeup line called Duran Beauty. I guarantee you that came out of her marketing money. I'm gonna give you a good example. 
what about these record labels, right? When these guys, when they, these rappers doing videos and stuff, and they go back and they realize that they already bankrupt because of all the marketing and stuff that went into their videos and their clothes and their cars and stuff. We hear it all the time. So you mean to tell me you can't put seven fifty into a book? Come on now. Stop playing. Hmm. Stop playing. But listen, we're going to take a quick break. Before we take this quick break, listeners, no matter what platform you're listening on, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Amazon, iHeart, Pandora, whatever, make sure you follow, favorite, subscribe to the show. You do that, turn your notification on so you can get them notifications when new episodes come out. They're coming out every Monday and Thursday right now for season four. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, review, all that good stuff. And if you're listening on Spotify, don't forget you can listen. I mean, you can comment on the Q&A. We'll read those off. Um, Last but not least, make sure y'all share. Make sure you share. But yeah. Let's close your ears. It's episode 144. We got the misses. Lamar, Renee, Spencer with us. Nas by nature. Yo, yo, yo. Chrissy, Chrissy C couldn't be with us today. You know what I mean? Shout out to sis, though. Little sis. But we be right back, y'all. Yo, we back, we We back, back, we we back. Yo. You ain't never do a black fact with us, did you? Uh uh-uh. uh, I thought we were gonna talk about that Jay Z thing too. Oh, we are, we are, we are, we are. Yeah. You know, you know, she be on go, she be ready. Gotcha. So listen, for episode one forty four, and I want to announce real quick. Don't forget, don't forget. Email me at closeyourears one dot com at gmail with all the black facts from the first three seasons. That's episode one through episode one thirty nine. It's not a black fact on every episode, but give me all the black facts we got. Email it to me. Chance to win $250 or at least first prize wins $125, I believe. So handle that. We're giving out some bread, but we also need it. I'm trying to create something and I need all the black facts. Please don't make me go back and listen and skim through every episode. So there you go. But for episode 144. Today we got, oh, we got multiple, right, on this one. So we got an article I found. It was um, titled, Six Black Women Authors Whose Books Help You Better Understand Blackness in America. So I'm going to give you those six authors. We got Audre Lorde. In her own words, Audre Lorde was a black uh, lesbian mother warrior poet, uh, wrote the essays and poetries from the lens of a black lesbian woman. Not a common, commonly recognized perspective during her prime in the 1960s in America. She was one of the first authors to, to center um, intersectionality, writing about personal experiences as a queer woman and also shared the experiences of racism. And discrimination faced by black people. Uh, So that's number one. Uh, We got Toni Morrison, perhaps one of the most admired black novelists. Uh, Toni spent her early career 
as an educator and book editor before writing her way into uh, her literary acclaim. As a book editor, Morrison was an instrumental in publishing works by black revolutionaries like Angela Davis and Huey Newton, setting the stage for her own groundbreaking literature. Uh, her novels cover a wide array of experiences that are common in the black community, uh, from racism, colorism, uh, black love and sisterhood. Morris, Morris's, Morrison's first novel, The Blue Eye, is a raw emotional story of a young girl growing up after the Great Depression who hates her skin color and believes that being white is the only way to be beautiful. Uh, who's next on the list? And we ain't even going to do all. We're going to do three. This was the one I wanted to do for real. Uh, Zora Neale Hurston, a Harlem Renaissance Harlem Renaissance, excuse me, a cultural revolutionary revolution that exploded in Harlem, New York in the 1920s, bred countless musicians, authors, authors, art, artists, writers, and activists. Among one of the most notable was uh, Zora, an anthropologist and author from the Florida who lived a tumultuous life. Her most popular novel, The Eyes. Their eyes were watching God follows a young black woman, uh, Jane, Janie, who experiences the trials of finding and keeping love. Many black women see their lives exemplified in, in the uh, repeated heartbreak and tragedy that Janie deals with while on her journey for liberation. So all right, that's three of the six black female authors whose books um, gave you that inside of the blackness in America. So that's the black fact for episode 144. Shout out to them queens, them writers. You you you, you familiar with, with any of those three? Yeah, I love um, Toni Morrison. All of them, yeah. I mean, I haven't read in a while. I mean, you know, I, yeah, that sounded bad, didn't it? But I know who they are. We know how it is. Yes. I was like, I ain't read in a while. Toni Morrison, didn't she also do um, Waiting to Exhale? Was that her? The, um, she, no, that was, um, no, right. she did um, The Color Purple, wasn't it? Yeah. No, wasn't they did the, um, the uh, oh my God, which one? The one, oh my God, the one that had the gay husband and he left her. What's her name? I can see her. She had the gay husband. That was, oh, that was in the movie. Yeah, but that was debate. That was based on her life. Oh, uh. that was based on her real life. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Her husband was gay. She met him in Jamaica, and they got married. And yeah, they got divorced. He's gay. What the heck is that lady's name? I don't have to see her right now. I can't think of her name. But yeah, that's a that was based on true story. Mm, I know you don't. I can't think of her name either. I can't think of her name. Oh, but that's what's up. We got another black female author here. We got the Mrs. Renee Lamar Spencer <laughs> with us. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on about the New York trip or or, the, or anything with the book coming up? Listeners might need to no. know. No, I'm not. But again, please invest in this for your kids. And, um, you know, 
and I'm gonna put the flyer up so you can you know and you can share it. But I'm telling you, it's worth it. It's different. It, it's a different lifestyle. It's really when I say lifestyle, you're still the same. But just to like for instance, my mother came from one of the poorest counties in the U.S. Like in the U.S. I remember that? she was Wilcox County in Alabama. She's so close to Panama City, Florida. Like we could drive there in two hours. It's like one light, one store. I mean, matter of fact, if the house burned down, forget it. They got to jumpstart the fire truck. Like that's how poor it is. Mm. No, that's serious. And let me tell you something. That lady is keeping me grounded. And so again, I'm going to send the flyer out. It's a great investment. You see what happened, right? And I didn't even realize, like, we got to meet, we stand up there with Jenna Bush. That's George Washington. I keep calling that man George Washington. That's George Bush, the president's daughter on today's show. They were so cool. It really was. So I would definitely say come join us, right, because it's great. And it's only, like, two days. It really is. Like, go to New York and stuff like that, and it's just great. And bring your kids along because it's monumental. How can they get in contact with you if they want to join? You can inbox me. Um or um, Dr. Lamar, what, Dr. Lamar Renee Spencer, right? Inbox me, um, email me, Dr. Lamar Spencer at Gmail. Um, matter of fact, after the show, I'll tag you. And so, or you can do Dr. Lamar Spencer 360.com. I like one stop shop. So I'm, I'm sure there's not going to be another Dr. Lamar Renee Spencer online. And I know people are like, why you use the middle name? Because it's a whole group of us. With um, Lamar Renee, and I was like, one of them might be criminals or something. I want no one. So, but yeah, and that's the truth. So yeah, reach out to me. Like I said, we're starting to get the writers and stuff together now. Make sure you reach out to me. My goal is to get fifty-two. The reason why the goal is fifty-two is because what my plan is because it's called the deck of diversity. It's fifty-two cards in a deck. And each person I'm thinking I would like to see each person have like a card in the deck because I really want to give out playing cards. Everybody play. Most people play cards, right? Yeah. 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 Sure. Whatever your picture is and your little quote or whatever, maybe a little quote from your chapter is going to be on the card. So you can have your own playing cards too. That's the goal. But we're going to market is real big, but yeah, please reach out to me or they can reach out to you. You you know how to get in touch with me. He got my personal number. So you know how to reach out. Yep. Yep. No doubt. And make sure as you as you going through this, keep me in the loop. You know, anything you need help with the promotion and anything, you know, I got you. So you do. You always be helping me out. Even when nobody knew me, you sure you let me up on your show. Nobody even knew who I was. You're absolutely right. They still don't, but you sure did. You be promote myself. I don't care how crazy and stupid it sounds. You sure do. <laughs> you do. All right. Listen, so let's get into it. You wanna you wanna talk about homeboy. You wanna talk about the big homie. So this been trending on social media as far as Jay Z said he wouldn't loan his cousin the forty eight hundred. So how you feeling about that? I agree. Hell yeah, I do too. Like I agree. Let me tell you why I agree. And don't, don't y'all can cuss me out later. But I got about five cousins, right? They first and second cousins, and I swear they be pimping us. They do, right? And, like, I got one cousin who always depressed, but she can get a man with a good job and everything else. But she always depressed. <laughs> but she goes around to different families 
And I promise you, I swear, I don't know what is up with this per this girl. When she around y'all, she sad, and and but when she yes. when she around him, she living it up. Yeah, I'm telling you. And right now, she real depressed because Christmas time, she gonna have a whole living room full of Christmas stuff for her kids. Yeah. I'm telling you, I got another one. She tells me she says, look, um, she's sick. So she says she got to go to dialysis and she needs to get a cap to dialysis. Now, let me point this down, right? She goes to dialysis, she says, three times a year. But you live with mass transportation, bus every 15 minutes. But no, she needs to catch an Uber. We ain't seen it. We ain't seen no Uber receipt, nothing. She, they, I'm telling you, I got a couple of, they pimp us. So I understand what JD means because when you hear sickness and stuff like that, you think about the kids. You think she told me I had one told me she, she got a brain bleed. And I said, "How the hell she, your brain bleed for real?" <laughs> Yo, they be pimping us, and they see what they do is because the good thing. This is what they do. They cause arguments, division in the family. So you won't go talk to the next person. So what they doing is they they running game on all of us, right? And I told my one because I said, "Yo, that book true to the game. You should have wrote that book." <laughs> she don't care if you get Social Security. My my uncle was um he had AIDS, right? He was getting a check from the state from the Brian White. He was getting six hundred sixty two dollars. She wanted fifty of that. They don't care. They tipping us all. So I understand what Jay Z meaning because can you imagine? In one day, we get scanned like five or six times every week. Yeah. Every week. I understand. And then, like, what? because, see, I remember when he was on Kevin Hart, he was talking about that. And, like, he said, it don't work like that. Because if you keep giving family money here, here, like, I, and I ain't talking about the ones down south. When you come in, they're like, oh, that's a nice shirt you got. That's a nice thing. Cause they ready to rob you, like <laughs> you know, real, I, real. Back door by your cousin. First thing you get yeah. complimented on. That's what you're gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, like they be really pimping you, and I understand what he means because you think, oh yeah, he's a billionaire, whatever. But guess what? Don't look at the amount that he has. Look at the fact that even if you got fifty thousand dollars, I guarantee you gonna have some people that want five hundred of it all the time. Like, I'm for real. Like, I told my cousin, yo, I'm about to put you on payroll. I asked him all. I said, y'all want to um come on this book? Because you know I can't do it. You know I'm depressed. You know my brain bleeding. How the hell did doctor people let you out the hospital with your brain bleeding? <laughs> yo, yo, that's yo, the thing, though. Like, like, I'm not, like, first of all, right? Think about it. I, I even say this all the time. Like, if I ever got to the point where I'm like, yo, I'm rich. Like my like even like the lottery like you I think the lottery's at what one point five five billion or something like that right I win I'm not just giving people money like I'm thinking business wise that like I will put you into a company I'll give you a job but I'm not gonna just give you it's no handouts no handouts. no I now see what they ain't talking about is Jay Z invested in his cousin. Who had one guy like a cigar shop? One, yeah, I could do they, that. Now I'm gonna tell you who I think Jay Z should have invested in, and he put him on that payroll is Jazzo and a couple others. 
Because don't act like you ain't got your style from Jazz doing all of them now. Now, come on now. Now, yeah. Now, people like that, yeah. yeah. You need to put them on your payroll because you, as employees, because of tax purposes. But don't make no mistake now. Um, Jay-Z cool and all of that, don't, and he might be a billionaire, but Jay-Z got smart people around him. He done rubbed elbows with some of the right people. But don't get it twisted now. You know, go back to the hood where you got your style and all that from, like, and your name's Jazz O. Like, don't get it twisted. Now, you might be Sean, but whatever. You know, you pay them people their money, though. But all that borrowing this and borrowing this because and oh my god, I had another like as soon as he was on the phone, five minutes ago, he can sense it. I had a cousin beef and I ignored it. He was trying to sell us some weight loss shake last year that was expired. <laughs> Yo, not the herb tea life shit. Yo. Nah, nah. Ain't nothing worse. Ain't nothing worse than a relative in jail. Yo, a nigga uh-huh. in jail, oh my god. The one time, right? I got cuz, right? He he out now, right? We had we had a pool party, right? This man get on a phone call with his mom. I swear to God, he passed. He had his mom pass the phone to everybody at the pool party, right? Mm-hmm. And asked all of us Would for you? fifty dollars. Yeah, right. Asked all of us for fifty dollars, and I'm pretty sure he got fifty dollars out of everybody. Yeah. So then yeah. after I he got off the call, right, and we like, you know, what I mean, like, Yo, what, you know, what I mean, what did he say to you or whatever? Oh, he asked me for some. You he just wanted me, $50. Yeah. Oh, he wanted 50 I gave him $50. You gave him $50? You gave him $50? You yeah. gave him $50? That's a scam. <laughs> yeah, that's a scam. That's the same one. Us. That's the same one with the weight loss shake. He was locked up. Everybody, he's feeling sorry for him. Feeling sorry. He, want, he wanted money. Next thing you know, I'm on the phone with him. I promise you. This nigga in there got a damn cafe. He in there making coffee for people. <laughs> he get money all the way around. Yo, the worst thing they did when they came out, you know how when, when they be calling you now and you got to get your credit card because before people phone get he, I'm, I'm telling you, my cousin, he knows how to pimp the system and people too. I'm, I'm like, how the hell you got a cafe in the damn prison? No. Yo. yo. See, I don't be having them issues because you in jail, you on timeout, so we ain't, we ain't even allowed to talk to you. <laughs> so you you know, punishment, and I see you when you get home. Hey, listen, they in jail. What, what? Listen, all you can do is either ask for money. What, what, what? what else can you? You gonna keep asking me what I'm doing? Yo, like you know what I, I mean? Like, it, what's it really to talk about now? Boss, if, boss. if we can have a conversation when you when you. Uplift. You can give me some good comments, then I could talk to you on it. You know what I mean? But remember, it costs to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so number one, that nigga, if I had to pay my phone bill before I used it every time, I probably wouldn't have a cell phone. You know what I mean? So yeah. shit, nah. nah you on time out? I see you when you get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me all about I it when you get out. You ain't about to. <laughs> you ain't about to tell me what you've been doing the last three years in a fifteen minute phone call, man. I don't want to. Yeah. Shit, I'm trying to tell you, he was the same way, pimping everybody. You, um, you got some alcohol. How the hell are you borrowing? Like, for what? <laughs> what? You in jail. <laughs> what yeah. can you offer me? Yeah, I had a yeah. cousin tell me, he said, hey, hey, cuz. I'm like, what up? He like, you you good? 
Yeah, I'm good. I'm living life. I'm I'm comfortable. I'm good. And he right? probably said to himself, "Good." He like, uh, yeah, cause he was like, I see, I, uh, you know, my folks and they told me like you've been doing good out there and stuff. Like I'm proud of you. You know, what I mean? he, this is a jail nigga. Yeah, it's a jail yeah, nigga, right? He like, yeah. how, how, how your son? Your son good? Yeah, he good. He taken care of. Mm-hmm. He like, oh, uh, um, mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, you think you think you can uh, <laughs> send me two hundred dollars? I said two hundred dollars. What do you need? For $200 what? What do you need? Two hundred dollars. You can't go outside. <laughs> Yo, yeah. he said, nah, cause like I got this. I, I met this guy, and he know these stocks and stuff like that, and like it's an investment. He said, cause I promise you, I'll give you a return on it. Like I got you. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about it when you get home. Yeah. Talk about it when you get home. At that point, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That sound cool. What's it, you know what I mean? What, what are you talking about? What's that? Mind you, I got access to everything, so I can look up whatever the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? Whatever plan or mastermind idea. Like, I'm smarter than you, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what, what stock is he interested in? What are you looking into? Oh no! Nah, that company just sold to them, and they got—they just had to lay off five hundred people, five hundred workers, and all this. Like, what are you talking nope. about? Try again. Yeah, I'm good. No, I'm telling you, they—they—they—it's worse. It's like they go to jail just so they can pimp. They get better when they go to jail. Even that fool them came home. Yeah, you ain't got nothing to do but to sit there and nope. think of some, think shit. Of some shit. Yeah. So whatever you thinking of is not. Nah, but like, no cap though, like. I'll be the one to like start a like marketing company or sales business and only hire people in jail because they can get whatever. I done seen people like after they get out of jail and then like hire you because I know you are amazing at Listen, talking. You can talk for hours. Who who was who said somebody had a boutique in jail? Oh, no, my cousin he a, had a. Jen and uh, uh, Sierra, Sierra, they one of them, one of them said something about somebody, somebody she had somebody on her podcast, on her podcast that had, he had a he, he had, had a, a whole clothing boutique. boutique and, oh, yeah, and he I yeah, I told you my cousin had that uh, coffee, little coffee oh, thing God. in there, Yo, had a whole business in there, like, yeah. From the looks of it, you're you're doing better off than me, sir. Yeah, yeah. send me some money. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It did. I mean, they be they be pimping you. They really do. I get it for like I said. I get it from all angles. I got these out here depressed and all this craziness, and I got him in there um trying to pimp people. How are you out the hospital in your brain? What? Listen, you know what's crazy though. Back to the Jay Z thing. It's like the because everybody that was not in agreement with it, all they kept saying is he a billionaire. He a billionaire. He a billionaire. It's like. Uh, it, it's just funny how a motherfucker can tell you what to do with your money. With your money. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, who is you loaning? What's, what's your, you know what I mean? What's, what's your loan record look like? You loaning out money like that that you can just tell the next motherfucker because you just assume I got a billion dollars that this is this is somebody needs some money fund. Yeah, like, I'm going to start going to a ratio. I'm going to be like, yeah, I know you make, you know, 55000 a year. Uh, let me get I get a loan like a five percent of your fifty five thousand, since it's just nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and you know what people don't realize, like for real, Jay Z been in the game for a long time. You know what I mean? Okay. They don't—they just see billionaire, but 
think about like Beyonce just came off of this tour, right? You know how hard it is? I mean, hell, I ain't never been on a tour, but I'm pretty sure. You know how hard it is to go on a tour and how much how taxing that is on your yeah. body and stuff? Yeah, especially when you're, talking about, when you're talking about international tours, you're flying every day. Yes. You're going to a different time zone. You're performing yeah, at like, different times. You're not sleeping. Nigga. Don't ask me for 48. You better sell some of these Beyonce tickets, nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Look, I ain't even go to... I, I wouldn't... I, nah, Beyonce tickets, they crazy. Yeah, so sell some of them to get that 48. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I, for real, nah, for real. That'll be some type of time I'm on. I'll be like, oh, you need this money? Well, sell you know X amount of tickets yeah. and then I'll, I'll commission you. I'm more to give me a job, cuz. Yeah, give me a job, cuz. Because I don't yeah. want something just for now. I need something that's going to last, you know what I mean, some some time. Like, give me a job. Fuck that. 48 Right. Minutes. I sure ain't go. I ain't even had the ambition of going. Listen, I was like, uh-uh. I, I ain't gonna, look, what's that, what's that rapper say? I ain't going to be able to do it. I ain't going to be able to do it. Or I'm more the nigga, okay, if I'm going to ask to borrow something, let me borrow like 20 mil. Yo. I'm going to say, think big. Think the, big. What the fuck I'm going to do with 4800 yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. Forty eight hundred. <laughs> what, yeah. what are we doing with forty eight? Like, come on. Why do you just that don't even, that don't even sound legal? Let <laughs> Yo, me borrow forty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, at all. Like, why don't right. you just round up like the five? Now you only five. want the whole five stacks. Okay. Forty five. Now I want forty eight. Imagine you said forty eight and fifty nine cents. Like, I mean, I'm like to me that just sounds like you got a bill you got to pay or something. Loan me twenty mil. I ask for something like that, and loan me twenty mil. Fuck that. Loan me no fucking forty-eight, honey. Yeah. And he could. The way he said it was just like a example. You know what I mean? He wasn't like my cousin came to me asking. He's like, no, you know, you like you go somewhere to relax. Yeah. And your people ask you for money, and it's the truth. We all got somebody. Even if it ain't forty eight hundred, everybody got somebody in their family always want to borrow twenty dollars and pay you back on Thursday, and they don't never pay you back. Oh, yo, you know what I did? Everybody, I just looked at that too. I had went to my Cash App and looked at my uh, transactions since I created my Cash App account. Like you can see, like how much money you sent to somebody and how much you you received, right? (laughs) So I go look at the one, uh, my one cousin. I'm looking at his stuff. And in two years, it showed that I had already sent him like three thousand dollars down there. See? Right? What the fuck? So in two years, right? See? And I didn't even remember it. Like I don't even keep track of it. Cause, so you the forty eight? You 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 the cuz that would have gave yeah, me the forty eight hundred? Like, since kind of yeah. Because yeah, like when I'm living life and I and I got it, like in my mind, like as long as I got a job and I know I get a paycheck every two weeks. I'm good because I can make it back, right? Like, money doesn't mean shit to me. I can make it back. I'm young. I'm, as long as I'm an able body and I know I can work, I can get whatever amount of money I need to get. But hold on, hold on, hold on. You said if you hit the lottery, you ain't giving Oh, no, because that's different because now that fuck being different. humble. I'm I'm up. I'm up, up. Like, now gonna, I'm not just comfortable. Nah, I'm so up. going to change. Nah, you yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. MC Hammer that shit. No, man. no, no, no. I'm going to change, change, and I don't care. <laughs> nah, because I got the time for it. I don't care. 
But in that aspect, I looked at it. It's like I sent like three thousand, four thousand dollars in like two years, right? And I'm looking, and I'm like, how much he like he sent back, right? I think, and I looked at it when he sent back. I think he sent me back about a thousand. So we were still off about, about a, third. a third of it, right? And I remember like every time he ever asked me for money, it's like, oh yeah, cause uh, I'll pay you back on the first. I'll pay you back next Friday. Oh, that see, that ain't supposed to even be able to tally so, up that much. So now I get to the point, I'm like. Hold on. What the fuck was I doing? That's when I start self-reflecting and shit. Like, yo, what the hell? Yeah. I, like, I don't even remember half of, like, sending half of this shit. Like, why did I do that? And that's what, then after that, then that's when I change and I become that person where, like, now anybody asks me, nah, I don't, I don't got it. Got to. You see? Yeah. Imagine, so imagine how many stories he got of money he gave out, loaned out, got burnt for it. It cause loan me this, I'm an invest in this, and it that thing yeah. crashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And think about the people on their payroll, right? We look at Jay-Z and Beyonce, then I mean they are, right? On paper, they're billionaires. But just think about how much money they got going out. Yes. Think about their expenses, right? And think about um, the fact that they may not have that in liquid cash, but in assets. In assets. So it could be so, property right. and, and, you know, right. businesses that are valued at this amount but that doesn't mean i have that amount of cash now how about about this aspect of it like you just said though you said think about their expensive so again people like them might be paying a half a million a month in bills Right. After you pay a half a million a month in bills, you don't want to pay nobody shit. They got a $200 million house in California. The upkeep on that house probably is a million dollars. Mind you, right? They got kids. And then a month. And look, these are the type of people, right, where, you know, they created a whole law for when Michael Jackson era, right? Where, like, they can't even go in public. They can't go to a public restaurant and eat. Right. Like it's they will get fined for that because they will be able like just them going out to eat for dinner at a restaurant. That'd be like almost that's creating a riot. a riot, yeah, inciting a riot, like almost right. Amount of people that are gonna you know. So I can't even come chase you down for my money back. Basically, <laughs> like I can't come in public. Right. So just think about how much <laughs> money I gotta pay to to get the things I need. They can't go to a Walmart and go buy regular hygiene goods and stuff. Like, I got to go pay somebody to go shopping for me. I got to get it delivered and ordered and all this. Like, Right. Look, think about how boring your life is now, right? I remember Jay-Z couldn't even get a woman. He was he was mm-hmm. rapping for free. You used to right? babysit Jay? Hell no. <laughs> Jay was been trying to babysit me, right? So, like, for real. Him and Puppy Puppy was going to Howard. They couldn't even buy drinks, you know. And, you know, like now, I mean, he's in a different situation, but he's been doing this for a long time, rightfully so. But think about every time, which I thought was a great marketing tool. When she went on that tour, she had different outfits. I guarantee she's going to come out with a documentary or something like that. But, again, that's a lot on your body, wear and tear and all that. Like, that's a lot, you know. But...
20 here, five here, 20 here. That adds up. Yeah, I definitely, I, I, I definitely stopped that shit. Trust me, yeah. way before it got to anywhere in the thousands. Because listen, the first time, huh, you got it. Then the second time, this is what I hit on with. Just keep it. That's to let you know don't yeah, ask don't me for nothing else. Me. Just yeah. keep it. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. This is what happens, right? That now that one depressing cousin, which still <laughs> says, I be talking my money. You know I'm depressed. Why would you ask me during a time like this? You're like, God, for real? Oh, she hits you with that. Always the problem. I mean, she hits you with that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm telling you. My cousin got, believe it or not, my cousin was, she was working part-time when Tupac died. She had her job give her two weeks bereavement. She didn't even know no damn Tupac. Holy shit. Yeah, they were sitting up. That was an all kinds of stuff. Hold on, hold on, because y'all both just, just double whammy. He's showing me his actual cash app, and then you said she took two weeks off when Tupac died. Yes. <laughs> so how does she feel yes. about the arrest of Keefe D? I ain't going to call her, and she ain't tell me about it, because every time she calls me, it ends up with a sad story. Let me borrow a couple of dollars. Mm-mm. I don't want to know. Hey. I don't want to know. I, I don't want to know. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, mine, they, they, they pimp. They pimp. No, I don't want to know. Don't get pimp. It's, it's always the, you say the family that hit you the heart. It got to be the ones closest to you, so. Yeah. Um, you got you to gotta have that Jay-Z. You know, hopefully, hopefully for some people, especially for now, it's my nature over here. Nigga, you better follow Hove, cuz. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I ain't got it. If a billionaire can tell a motherfucker he ain't got it, everybody can tell a motherfucker they ain't got it. If a billionaire, do, I know a hundred here can tell you. I mean, not a hundred, a hundred dollar there. <laughs> I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it. Listen. If you go to jail, write me. I ain't sending no stamp. I ain't doing nothing. Write me. Or you're right. Uh-uh. Like my cousin was just, I told him, he said, why are we on talking about Because the judge broke us up, nigga. <laughs> I was so happy when he got locked up. I didn't know what to do. I said, oh, maybe he could stop begging. Then he done opened up a damn cafe. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he tried. Listen. He tried. Listen, before we get up out of here, let's, let's touch on real quick. What's going on in Cleveland? What's up with that? All them kids missing. You heard about that one? What the kid? The kidnapping? Yeah. Some kids ain't kidnapped. I'm telling you, them they were trafficked. I believe it. People don't talk about that. They always talk about all these kids is kidnapped. No, these kids is trafficked, and it always happened around these like towns like Ohio, but like California, New York, Virginia, around the bodies of water in mm. Maryland. Kids with traffic. I bet you that they ain't kidnapped. Oh, they kidnapped. They traffic. And it's a difference. See, when they kidnap, they somebody took them and they somewhere close. They ain't too far from you. You know what I mean? But when they traffic, they took it and shipped off across seas. Like, yeah, they traffic. And let me tell you, right, real quick. I don't mean to hold it too much time, but I remember when my daughter was small. We would go to different stores. And I know people ain't mean no harm. 
you know how people, like, especially older guys, they real good for that, and they mean well. Here, let me give you a dollar, you know, give you a little. And I had to tell you, I said, man, sir, I'm so sorry. I don't mean no harm, but please don't, um, thank you, but don't give my daughter any money. The reason why I did that is because that's how sometimes these older people they start looking. Yeah, and they be like, you know, money. Or what they'll do is they'll have kids do it. We don't talk about that, how these grown people have kids luring other kids. You know what I mean? And one of my friends, we were at, I don't know if y'all remember this club called Hammerjack, right? It used to be in Maryland. Hammerjack was a big club. Her daughter went there, and this lady was trying to damn traffic her. Luckily, her sister saw it. But I'm telling you, these kids are not trafficked. They're, I mean, not kidnapped. They're trafficked probably for drugs and for um, prostitution. I bet you they are. But then the article, it had a list of, of the, the people that was arrested. Oh, man. It was EMTs, cops, be the one. teachers, nurses. Don't be the one. Yeah, don't be the one. I mean, and it used to be people in these quote-unquote nice areas and stuff. You don't see people in the hood getting tra- trafficked and kidnapped and all that too much. You don't see that unless it's somebody like your mom or boyfriend or something like that. You don't see it. And it really be the teachers, the pre- these doctors and stuff. Those are the ones. Because a lot of times, just my theory, especially when it comes to black people, they're trafficked because they be trying to harvest their organs. And I, I mean, I'm telling you, uh-uh, it's more to it than that. It's more to it. And using these kids for prostitution and all that, I'm telling you, that's what I think. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. When I, uh, I don't know who you said it to me, or I said that to you. I saw it. I don't know. What about- I think you sent, you sent, I think I might have sent the first one, and then you sent the, the updated, uh, you sent me the updated news report where it showed the arrest for it and like the people that got arrested for it yeah, and how it was like teachers and EMTs yeah. and like yeah. it was a bunch of first responders, like people that deal with kids every day. You know what I mean? It wasn't supposed to be uh-huh. there to protect them and take care of them and all that. And they were the main mm-hmm. ones that were involved in some type of way with these kids. Like you got to think, like I said, we talked about it, it was like 500 kids in one city that went missing in one month. Yeah. And what about like Maryland and different places? These kids be missing. And don't let them be like, when you start hearing about more black kids be missing, I'm like, yeah, they missing. All right. But yeah. And now I tell my daughter, I said, look, when it comes, and I hate to say this, but when it comes to like people like that, like don't be trusting too many people because Especially now, like, they will drug you. You could just be touching some or whatever, yeah. and they don't drug you. Like, nah, be mindful. But see, part of my fault, we raise these kids like suburban kids instead of hood kids, and they don't know street smart. They don't know street smart, yep. They don't know. You know what I mean? That's why I be telling my daughter, I say, I'm going to have to take you to the hood because you don't get it. Yeah, that'd be my only fear, though, like, being a parent now, like, it's, it's a lot of things from the hood I don't want my son to ever experience or know, but it's some things that he has to know in order to be in this world. Because the world's not a nice, happy, no. free, you know what I mean? It's not, oh, that don't, hell, yeah, man. it don't exist. That's not it. And I've nope. seen all the ugliness that the world offers, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, like, there's the point where, like, 
they were people that were kidnapping people. Guess how they did it, right? They will take a hundred dollar bill, fifty dollar bill, twenty dollar bill, and leave it on the ground. And put something on it. But put like fentanyl, you know, on it, and like you touch it, it absorbs into your body. You out of it. You you out cold. Yeah, it ain't no more what people put some in your drink. That's why because she be laughing, right? I was like, okay, I'm saying. I said, look, be careful touching stuff and just all kind of stuff. You could be sniffing stuff, like anything. I mean, so many different ways of getting drugs and killing you. Like 10 of my classmates already died in the last few months of OD and all. Mm. Yeah. And now that thing's in everything. It's in everything. We say brain crack back. Yo. They had them problems when they had crack. Yeah, they had them problems when they had the crack. Yo, I'm telling you. Bring crack back. I'm an advocate for crack. <laughs> Bring crack back. It's cheap and, and crack addicts don't die. Like they don't that. die. No, you see crackheads that have been crackheads for 40, 50 years. Like they. Great weight loss, great diet supplement. They give you strength, energy. <laughs> Yo, I seen crack kids carry whole washer and dryers down the street, like yeah. mowing your mowing grass, your grass yeah. shoveling yeah. your snow. Yeah. Oh, they fix your car, like they do all types of things. Yeah. Washing your windows, that dirty ass water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crack brings crack back. Yeah, yeah. Bring it. That's back. what I said. But you know what it is, though, too? It's, I hate to say it, but it's the truth. I know some of your listeners may be. It's a difference between, like, black people drugs and white people drugs. Once they started integrating, changed it. We had crack, coke, hair, and weed. That's it. Now, what you got? Battery acid. <laughs> you know, the inhalants. The inhalants, the bath salts, the whippets. Yeah. The, uh, like, whipped cream, CO2 gas and stuff. Yeah, like... Uh, what is it called? Um, lean, like yeah, we we, we yo, yeah. all them celebrities got them nice teeth. Yeah, cause y'all don't have no teeth. Your teeth rotted. Yo, for real. That's why. Took it to the veneer. Like I said, bring back crack. <laughs> Listen, we gonna get up out of here. We gonna wrap this up. Episode one forty four. We got Miss the author. You're the author today. Since all your all your email is Dr. Lamar, and I can't call you Dr. Lamar. No, I told you I don't like that. Yeah, you know, when it, when you start having titles, that comes responsibility. People be <laughs> asking stuff, you be like, I don't know. <laughs> Same with doctor, they start asking. <laughs> yeah, they start asking you stuff. I got this pain you know? in my... Look, when I do like this, this shit hurts. But I say, like, you can get a doctorate degree in so many things in... Get the title. Like, there you can get a doctorate in bowling theory. Yo, you can you really can, you know. I mean, but like <laughs> So people, like you're a doctor at bowling. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> if you gotta spend money to be doctor at bowling, then I mean, did I had a uh, uh, my uncle wanted to borrow some money because he thought he was a professional pool player. I guess he can. Shark, <laughs> yeah, professional pool player, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, that comes responsibility. So I just like to stay under the radar. But look, please, like I said, I'm gonna see information. 
give me a few days. We got to get all this stuff together because, you know, once you put it out there, people be like, you said you was going to do this. He's like, damn, I sure did, but God. But no, seriously, though, it's a good opportunity. Like I said, I want all of being like, because like I said, I heard my little feelings. I want all of to win. You know what I mean? I really do. So I'll give the information. Thank you so very much for having me on your show again. I talk too damn much. I'm sure I do. No, that's what you're here for. Like I yeah, talk. like... <laughs> I know you be cussing people out too online too. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to change my ways. You know, I mean. you know what? Nah, because you know what? More people listen to you than it to me. People don't want to learn nothing. They want to talk. Yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah, do. Yeah, talk that rich. Cussed out. Yeah, you <laughs> be the one going. Look, I, I mean, I got like probably like. I want to say maybe 20 little subscribers he all over the damn world because people, that's what they be really wanting to say. Mm. You know, they be really want to say, fuck your mama! <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thank you for coming through. Thank you, thank you know, you, you'll definitely you. be back. It's episode 144, Close Your Ears, Nas by Nature. Yo, you know what I mean? Nas over here swerving, even you know, over I've here, been sipping, here sipping, sipping out of this tumbling. cup. <laughs> I got this Starbucks cup. Yeah, Nas over here, twisted. And congratulations, too. You you know, you really doing it. I promise you, you really doing it. So congrats. And always thanks for um, supporting me. You know, I really appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you, thank you. But... Episode 144, we up out of here. Y'all be safe. Peace. Peace.